I know I've been, you know, kind of down on the whole New Year's resolution thing, but to me, they set an unrealistic expectation that things will be different just because the clock struck midnight without acknowledging how to make them different. So it's kind of like the definition of insanity where we step into a new year with a new resolution, but we didn't change anything about ourselves. So today's episode is one that's going to help you shift life on its axis in the direction you actually feel called to go. And you'll see the fruits of your label. You'll see the change and evolution. You won't just say it and declare it and then have nothing come of it. And this is directly going to affect both your business and your personal life and life with your family. By looking backwards to go forwards, you're doing a year in review. So we're going to dissect last year. I'm going to teach you specific ways to peel back the layers on observing the last year so that you can actually build in the how of how it's going to be different this year. What worked? What didn't? What do you want more of? What do you want less of? And help you build the year you actually want to live that will take you into the long-term vision that you have for your life. Let's get to the show. Hey, you're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz. This is the space where we equip overwhelmed entrepreneurs to become the confident, visionary leader their business, team, family, legacy need to win. After working with countless entrepreneurs over the last decade plus, I've noticed this theme. No matter the level of success they achieved, and I've worked with some incredibly successful business owners, they get to this point where they're asking, now what? You know, what am I being called to next? What does next look like? How do I get there? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact and you want to feel less frantic and in the weeds of your day-to-day roles and instead lead with that vision and that peace and that intention and that clarity. You want to wake up each morning with that clarity and vision and the time and the margin to do what you love in your business and in your life with your family. This show is where industry leaders come to grow into their next level of achievement and purpose and impact and legacy, success in business and true legacy at home. Get ready because we both know you don't just need another strategy. It is time for your breakthrough. I've developed this process over the last several years. I didn't always do it this way. But little by little, I started adding more into reviewing my previous year to set myself up for the next one. In the beginning, I would just say, oh, okay, let me think about last year. And now what are my goals for this year? What's my vision for this year? But now I actually really get granular with it and I dissect the previous year. So I have tools to help me do that. One is my phone, which I'll explain in a second. Another one is my planner from the previous year. My journal or diary or whatever you call it. Is diary just for like a fifth grader? I don't know. My financials. Okay, so these are all things that I utilize to help me figure out and analyze how the last year went and what do I have to do differently going into the next one. Okay, first thing is my phone. My phone. I open up if you use Google Calendar or iCal or whatever you use, I open that up and I want to see, this process takes a little bit. So I just want to first say, block off a couple hours to do this. It's going to be worth it. I know some people hear that and they're like, oh gosh, I don't have the capacity. Well, if you don't have the capacity to do this, 
I hope you liked last year because this year is going to be a lot like it. So that's my tough love for you. But I take out my phone. There are a few ways you can do this, depending on how you did things in your calendar, assuming you used a digital one. I go in and I use the search feature. And every time I have a specific type of event, it's titled very similarly because people use my scheduling tool to book calls and things like that. So one thing I have would be a client call. And I go in and I put in the little search client call and it'll pull up all the client calls that I had and I can scroll back and see how many I had. You know, I just want to get a sense of where was most of my time spent. That's the process that I'm going through on my phone. Another thing you can do is literally just go through and real quick click through the days and just get a a sense of where the bulk of your time was being spent in the previous year. Because you probably started the previous year with some awesome business goals and awesome family goals. And in a minute, we're going to talk about looking at which of those things came to fruition. But you have to be aware of where your time was spent, because if the answer is that certain things didn't come to fruition, which is very common and very likely, you need to find out why. And a lot of times it's because where your time is being focused, your energy is being focused, and it might not be focused on the goals that you actually set. That is one of the reasons I dissolved my one-on-one coaching. The only way to work with me one-on-one is at my scaling up at the farm, which is a two-day intensive out here, super powerful. We do in two days what usually takes two years, or having one-on-one connections through my masterminds. I don't do one-on-one anymore because when I did this process a few years back, I had all these visions and goals of growing and scaling my business and having more time with my family. But when you looked at my calendar, I was booked solid with calls. So I knew that that was something that was holding me back from my next level, both as a mother and a wife and as a leader. When I get a sense of where the bulk of my time went, now you might find something that's very disappointing. Your calendar looks a little bit light. You didn't really have that many calls. So where is your time getting lost? Look at your calendar and see if you don't have things scheduled, are you just winging it? Are you losing time by bouncing from thing to thing and task to task and fire to fire to put out instead of being strategic with your time? Are you scrolling social media? Like you have to figure out where is time being hemorrhaged. But one of the things that you might find in the process of doing this and looking at your calendar and where your focus is, you'll quickly get a sense of why the things that mean something to you didn't come to life. Let me give you an example. You might go into a year with a resolution of, I'm going to be a more present parent. I'm going to spend great time and quality time with my kids. And my marriage is just going to be amazing this year. But if you, the the proof is in the pudding. If you do not see in your calendar upcoming this next year ways that you're honoring that vision, how do you intend for it to come to life? So if you set that goal last year and then you look at your calendar and you don't see ways that it was being honored, and your marriage is a little bit, there's a little more of a wedge driven in it, and your kids are a little bit crazier, and you have a little bit of less of a handle on your home and, and your connection points, and you feel like you're, you're falling short in that area, your evidence is right there in black and white, which sometimes when it's in black and white, it's almost just like this donkey kick right to the gut. But I like seeing evidence. I want to know where I failed so that I can say, oh, 
this is where it went wrong. Great. Now I know what to do to fix it. It's not a personal attack. It's not showing you you're a failure as a parent or a failure in your business. It's saying, this is great. We know exactly what was broken that we can change and fix going into this next year. The other thing that I want you to use your phone for is to look at where you have notifications turned on. I would challenge you, if you value becoming a leader and you really feel called into your next level, you should not have anything that pops up on your phone minus a phone call. Minus a phone call. Any apps should not send you any reminders. You control that. You set time in your calendar when you're going to go in and specifically check Instagram for a allotted period of time where you're going to go in and look at your text messages, where you're going to go evaluate something within your email. This is not something that your phone should control. You should control it. And guess what? If it pops up, it's controlling it, not you. So use your phone to set yourself up in this next year to be a leader, to be the one that's driving the train, not being driven by your device. And then finally, you're going to use that device, that phone, for your benefit. It can have good elements to it too. It's not all bad if you use it correctly. If your priority is your family, if your priority is your children or your marriage or really pouring into those kids or their homeschool or whatever it is you decide is your priority, that should go in your calendar first. Look at the whole year. Block off the times that are vacation or staycation or a special adventure with your kids or the days of the week that you're not working so that you can be present or the afternoons that you take off to take each of your kids out for a, you know, individual time, whatever it looks like, whatever is most important to you goes in your calendar first. If your priority is your business, then I want to see, you know, the element of your business that's most important and how that's being scheduled in first. So use your phone to build that in. Take the time to actually do it. I do it for the whole year. Actually, a lot of times when I do this stuff, I do it for multiple years and then I adjust accordingly. So now you can put the phone away and we can step into looking at your planner from last year. So your planner from last year is going to help give us a sense of where you got lost in the shuffle. So hopefully, if you don't have one, if you don't use a paper planner or you know, a digital one, and you feel like this piece is lost on you, my recommendation would be find one that's really going to align with your values and the direction that you want to go. It's really important to, to have a tool like a planner where you're focusing yourself. Because to me, the, the calendar on my phone is just like the big stuff. Hey, you have a call with so-and-so at this time, you're traveling on this date. But the planner is where I get into the nitty gritty of exactly how I'm spending each and every day. Where is my time going? What am I focused on? What am I getting done? Where is my energy? What is it being put towards? So you can pull out that planner and you can start to look through and see what you focused on. You might find to-do list after to-do list after to-do list. And if you do, that's the evidence that you need that, okay, last year wasn't the leadership year. It was the management year. It was the year you were in the weeds of your business, just managing, just going. But if it's on your heart to go to your next level, if it's on your heart to be a thought leader and to be known for what you do and to be an amazing present parent that is 
actually raising up luminaries of your own, you got to get out of the weeds. You got to get out of the to-do list. That's a cycle that needs to be broken in order to go to your next level, even if it's a habit that's so ingrained that you hearing that makes your palms sweat. So if in looking at your previous planner, it's just a bunch of lists of crap you got to check off, it's time to change that. It's not going to exist like that going forward. The other things I want you to look at within your planner is how you ran your day. Did you actually stick to what you wrote? Um, Did you map out the time? This is the most important piece for your planner. Okay, so when you have a planner, typically it has a bunch of time slots, right? So you might have a section for the things you have to get done, but then you have the actual day itself. I want to see, or I want you to look at and see, did you block time? Or did you just have your day that day, like the calendar broken down with times that day, mirror the whole to-do list principle. So there are two different ways you can run things. You can have, you know, let's say it says eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, so on. And you can just dump in the things that you have to do in those hours. And every day you show up and you look at that planner and you say, oh, where do I have to be today? Oh, I got to be a call at this time. I have a meeting at this time. And it's just all that, those things written out. That's the to-do list manager way of running your business or letting your business run you, life run you, whatever. The leadership way of doing it is to actually have that, that day. Yes, it can have the calls and the things that you're committed to, but it should also have little squares that block off specific amounts of time where you put your energy and focus into the things that are going to drive the train towards where you actually want to go. So as you're thinking about going into this next year and you're reviewing the previous year, look and see, okay, did I build in the time for content creation? Did I build in the time for uh, nurturing relationships and connecting with people? Or did I just wing it from thing to thing? That's a shift that you really want to make. And then you just want to scroll through that planner or flip through that planner and see patterns, patterns. And did it serve you or did it not? All those calls you had, or was it a lot of white space. Like, man, I really had this goal of bringing in a lot more profit and having more clients, but I look at my planner and I like hardly had any calls. I didn't have any sales calls. I didn't really have any client calls. So you have to look and see, did I just not put my energy where I needed it in order to do the thing? Did I have this disillusion in my mind of I can just set the goal, but I don't have to actually do the things to get me there. And you can adjust going into this next year of planning. The next piece of the puzzle is looking at your journal. This is going to give you evidence of the back end, your heart, the emotional side of this process. We don't just want to look at your schedule and your planner and all of that. We want to hear from you. How did this year feel? The ups and the downs. And if you didn't journal, if you didn't capture that, this is your opportunity to do that consistently going forward. Because I have the ability to look back on the last year and see It's actually really cool. I can see and flip through the moments where I was experiencing pain or hardship in my business, home life, whatever. And then I can look at my calendar and I can kind of just see how it all collided and why. So often when I'm in one of those down moods of feeling like, man, I just, I feel like I'm disconnected from Michael and I just, we're just going too much and hustling and I just want to be present with the kids. I'll pull up my calendar and see how many calls I had that week and how much it stripped me away from the thing I really wanted. So you have to be able to look at the human side of it, your emotions, how you felt, what you were navigating, 
and look at the literal side of it of what you were doing and be able to to kind of capture those two worlds. I also really think the journal is a powerful process because it's a reminder of how you pushed through. When we were launching the new company, I was so inspired and so clear that it was what I was meant to be doing, but it didn't mean it was easy. I was walking through hardship after hardship after disappointment after disappointment and failure after failure, and I was capturing all that in my journal. And what I loved was I could see my mind in that process and see how hard it was on me, but I could see, still see the vision in it. And I could still see how like the next week we got over that hump and had a success. And it was just that reminder that I can do this. I got to push through those hard times because I'm called to this. And it was showing me that I can do those hard things and I can make it through those tough times and be resilient. And I'm going to come out on top with time as I keep going. And you can look through both your, your planner or your calendar and your journal and, and look at things outside of the granular too. What were the big milestones you hit? The things that maybe you achieved and didn't even take the time to celebrate or the things that maybe you downplayed and, and just didn't realize, wow, we made big progress or we did this really big thing. What were some of those proud moments that you had in the process? Who did you spend the bulk of your time with? Family, your computer, <laughs> your parents, your friends. You might see the gaps where relationships really took a back seat. And that'll be a reminder to weave that in first into this next year. That's happened to me where I've had an entire year pass. And I'm like, man, I didn't spend nearly enough time with the people I love. And that's going to be my priority. What were the big events? And I don't just mean like events you held or anything. I mean, like the big moments. Did you have a baby? And then you can look and be like, okay, that's why my business was quiet for three months. It's okay. I had a baby. Like you got to look at the things and the reality. And this is capturing the reality. If you just try to think of the last year, it's not going to be accurate. It's going to be your emotions manipulating your mind into thinking a specific thing instead of pulling out the pieces of paper and the digital elements saying exactly what actually happened, which is bringing me into your financials. Whether you track it in an online way through something like Stripe or Mint, or you track it by looking at your credit card expenses, you've got to look at the reality within your business financially and in your home life. Because a lot of people like to tout their numbers. Oh, six figure, seven figure. How much are you bringing home? How much is being saved? Where is it being invested? What did you spend the most money on? Where could you afford to spend more because it would give you a better ROI? These are things that are critical to look at as a business owner and the leader of a family. It is not fair to your children. It is not fair to your spouse. It is not fair to yourself to just spend without knowing where it's going and to just have money coming in and no plan for it. So take the time, whether you have to do it with an accountant or with your spouse or with your bookkeeper or whoever can support you, even if it's just from a high level at first, it's like, okay, what money came in and what money went out? Profit and loss. Like, let's just start there. But the financials are going to root you in, okay, what do I need to do next year to earn more? 
where did I go wrong? Where did I spend money that I really shouldn't have wasted money? Maybe I ran Facebook ads for a whole year and it didn't produce. What was the ROI on that? It's not producing. Great. Let's shut those off. Let's start start anew with that. Did I do I have a hire that's just kind of doing the tasks every week, but it's really not moving the needle? Maybe this isn't the right position to have in my business. Or am I frustrated that my business is not advancing? But when I look, I invested nothing into my business. I didn't run ads. I didn't do marketing. I didn't um, pay someone to help support me in the areas that could have grown things. So this is where having those financials is so, so powerful. So as you look back on the last year, you can also see where could you have made better decisions, not to beat yourself up about anything, to ensure that going into the next year, it's lined with discernment and wisdom that take you into the decisions that are going to move you closer to where you want to go. All of this is about helping you step more boldly towards where you're being called, both in the four walls of your own home and within your business. It's not about how do you map out a year? It's not about how do you review a year? It's about how do I live in reality and ensure that the things I'm doing, the money I'm spending, the the time I'm spending, the people I'm spending it with is allowing me to live a life that is fulfilled, that is moving me in the direction of my dreams, that I'm not just winging it and writing crap down that I have to check off and scheduling appointments that I'm actually doing the things that are moving the needle while also living the life that feels right and is aligned with my values. So if you struggle with that and the clarity of what those are and, and what would make you feel good and what is aligned, please go download my free workbook at luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash true north. This is going to give you such a strong foundation to build this upon. I learned so much in the last year. I feel like it flew by, which I don't know. I, maybe I say that every year, but this year in particular, or this past year in particular. And in the review of the previous year, one of the most overwhelmingly glaring things that stuck out to me was the shift from the previous year of where I invested my time. And it felt so good. Because I didn't always do this process, but I saw evidenced from last year and then setting myself up for this next year that I had taken from the previous year so many learnings about how I let my calendar and my business own me and run me, and then how into this past year, I made those changes. I prioritized the vision of where I was going. I prioritized where I was being called. I prioritized my family and my health and healing. And that was what I was craving all along, but I just wasn't doing it. And this is, a, this is the plague of the entrepreneur. This is not common just to people who are in early stage of business. This is something that we all struggle with. I mentor people who are well into seven figures, some that break into eight figures. They still struggle with this too. They still struggle with this too. So this has to be a very conscious process that builds self-awareness and just helps you make these shifts that are going to benefit you. It's going to feel so good and so light. So don't just jump into the next year and start planning and getting excited without making sure that you take the time to look at the last one 
and see how you can improve and tweak and develop in a way that is going to make the necessary turns to guide you towards where you actually want to go. If this spoke to you or served you, please feel free to share it and leave us a five-star review because when you guys leave us a review, aside from it totally warming my heart and making me smile, it also helps us. It helps us to bring the right people onto the show. It helps us to get the resources and the tools to you guys to help make this exactly what you want it and need it to be. Thanks for tuning in and we'll talk soon. I hope today's episode gave you what you needed. If it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next powerful episode. And I know it's so cliche to ask for a review. It always feels weird asking for one, but you guys, that makes a huge impact on the show. We read every one of them and it helps us get incredible guests to serve you. Don't be shy. I love connecting with our listeners. You can follow along on Instagram when I'm on there at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question or guest you have for us, reach out, share your thoughts. You can connect at marketing at luminaryleadershipco.com. And we do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve you. Thanks for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. Tune in next week to keep building your legacy and becoming the confident visionary leader you are meant to be.